Welcome to the Living Your Best Single Life podcast. My name is Casey. My name's McKeeve, and this is where we're finding contentment, navigating dating, and learning to thrive in our singleness. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Best Single na- <laughs> Life. <laughs> yep. That's Joked. What it is. <laughs> Joked a little. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Our opener question, because this has just been so fun to start off with a question. This is a silly one. Would either of you go on The Bachelor slash a dating show? Mm. McKeeve, kick us off. um that's an interesting question actually it's funny because someone asked me about a year ago if I would ever go on married at first sight and to be honest most of these dating shows as I've watched them like the love is blind and things like that the Mm -hmm. ultimatum they literally made me a little anxious (laughs) and uncomfortable (laughs) But when I sit back and I think about certain ones like Indian matchmaking, I'm like, Mm. hmm, if there were one here like American matchmaking, would I want to be a part of that? I think I would. I think that I would be adventurous enough to say, hey, I'm going to welcome my family, my closest friends into this process and someone who's quote unquote an expert in matchmaking Mm -hmm. to help me on this journey because what I've been doing so far hasn't yielded. I'm not saying that it's been ineffective, but it hasn't yielded results Uh in the way that I would like to, because I desire to be married and have children one day. So um, to answer the question, would I go on one of these shows? It's hard to say yes without stipulations. It's hard to say yes without like, if it's not like this, if it's not like that, if I don't have to experience these things. But a matchmaking one, yeah, I would go on one. Wow. That is, I am the opposite. I would not go on a matchmaking one. (laughs) If I had to, like, I love my mom and dad. If I had to entrust them picking out a man for me, that scares me. (laughs) Oh man, but, but wait, uh, the Bachelor. Seen, oh, Bachelor! Wait, before you go though, have you seen the Indian matchmaking show? No, I didn't watch that oh. one. The matchmaker brings them profiles. Oh, okay. So they'll bring like two to three profiles. You get to look at the profiles, mm, and then your family and friends kind of have a voice in saying this person may sound sounds like they could be a good match for you. Maybe you should give it a try. But you have options and it doesn't you don't end up having to marry the person you get to go out on dates and explore it gotcha yeah hmm. so maybe right. that, makes scary. It, <laughs> that makes it a little more easy to chew um <laughs> i i feel like i would maybe try like a love is blind vibe i think that that's uh, like ultimately i'm looking for like a best friend and i feel like that's what mm. that's good for mm-hmm. um and it would probably help me because I can be very like just like 
looking at the physical person on dating apps, it's like, okay, next, next. So I think that that would help me. But I I have to confess, I have signed up for The Bachelor (laughs) quite a few times. I've never gotten a call back. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> but that's, I mean, okay, so the people that go on that show, probably like half the time I just look at them and I'm like, are you on this because you like this person? Like the amount of people that fall in love with this one person, I'm like, that does not seem likely. Mm, I'm like, outside of this, would you actually like this person? And so, yeah, a lot of it feels like they're settling in a sense for, because they want to be famous. Like that's what I notice on for a lot of those people. And Like, yeah, they literally don't have to work a day in their lives now because they're on this show. (laughs) And now they get all these advertisements coming in and they can just sell gummy bears on their friggin' Instagrams and make millions of dollars. (laughs) It's so true, though. But anyways, so we were talking before this and I brought up just the idea of settling. And McKeeve, you had said... You had a story um, just about that yeah. topic. Yeah. So it just reminded me of one of the um, opportunities I had to date a guy. And mm-hmm. physically, he met like the physical attributes that I look like. He was really tall, handsome mm. guy. He spoke French. Ooh. Um, he was interesting. And I wanted to get to know him. He was likable to me. Mm-hmm. But I remember, I think it was the first time we went out, we got coffee and we were talking and Faith came up and I told him like, yeah, um, I'm a Christian and I love Jesus. And he's like, oh, he was like, I love Jesus too and mm-hmm. whatnot. And, <laughs> and as we continued to talk, I remember we were on a video chat and he was letting me know how him and his family usually pray together at night mm-hmm. um and I'm like oh okay so he brought a prayer so I was like oh okay like do you Good. enjoy praying yeah. like how about like you praying on your own and things like that and he didn't really have much to say about it he's like no I, I really just usually pray with the family at night and whatnot mm-hmm. and just a week or two in I think it was our second or third date he was already bringing up sex <laughs> I was like, wait, hold up. He was like, no, I, I just, you know, I just want to know where you're at. Like, I'm not trying to pressure you or anything. And I was like, sir. <laughs> In my head, I was like, I don't even know if I like you yet. Like, why are we talking about this? Why? Can we continue to get to know each other? I was like, look, I'm going to say this. I'm not interested in having sex right now. I'm, uh-huh. you know, I'm remaining pure until marriage. Um, and yeah, like that, that's really about it. Like, that's all I have to say about it right now. And just to think of like how uncomfortable that is of like such a intimate conversation you're having with a practical stranger mm-hmm. who loves to get in your pants. Come on, bruh. We are not about that. Not today. Not today, sir. <laughs> And yeah. that's so sad. He sounded like a great guy. And I mean, I'm sure he's, he, I'm not saying he's not a great guy, but um, yeah, that's rough. I know. He had a whole YouTube channel. I forgot what 
the YouTube channel was about. Um, and it was in French as well. Like he was just doing different things that I thought yeah. were really interesting and yeah. things like that. But I was like, dude, we are just not in alignment at all. But I was like, but he's just so handsome and it's just fun talking to him and mm-hmm. all of that. But it's like, I'm not going to settle for that. No. Yeah. And we're both going to be miserable because I know what you want. And you're not getting it. So uh, <laughs> sorry, sucker. <laughs> sorry, bye. <laughs> Oh, Guys, man. I did not ghost him. I did not ghost Amen, him. Sister. I sent him a very kind voice note. And then at the end, I was like, if you want to talk about it some more, I'm more than open to doing that. Um, but I, I just laid it out. I was like, we're not in alignment. We're not looking for the same things. I think you're an awesome person. Yeah. You're very interesting, but we're not wanting the same things right mm-hmm. now. And that's very evident. But if you want to talk about it, I'm open to talking about it and whatnot. But he was like, nope. Thanks for letting me know. I'm okay. So he didn't want to talk about it. Wow. So that was it. That was that. Well, good for you for not ghosting him. We are not about the ghosting. It is no, just no. immature and not fun to be on the receiving end of. I, no. yeah, I could share a couple of stories about that, but that's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> but man, no, that's so good. It is hard because it's like, Oh, they check all of the boxes and then it's like so me and McKeeve and maybe you listener as well but like we're 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 strong like we love Jesus we are strong Christian women we both actually work for a church so it's not like we're not looking for someone that just goes to church like once a month you know what I mean like we are looking for someone who follows we're looking for two different people who follow. <laughs> yeah, guys, no, we're not looking for the same guy. No, no. <laughs> we're looking for guys that follow Jesus and like listen to the Holy Spirit. And mm-hmm. it can honestly be really discouraging if, like, when I start to think about it too much, I start to get really discouraged because you go on dating apps or whatever. These people, yeah, maybe they say they're a Christian on their on their profile or whatever, but it's like. And not not like basically like how Christian are you is what I want to know, like right off the bat. I remember seeing this was recently. I remember seeing a guy that literally just posted on his page like I'm not having sex until I'm married. And I'm like, thank you for just being clear about that, because like it makes me want to do that and just be like, just pass me by if this is something (laughs) that you are not interested in upholding, basically. Yeah. Swipe left. (laughs) Yeah, but it can honestly be discouraging because it's like, okay, I'm looking for a certain standard as far as their Mm. faith goes. Like other things can fluctuate, like what they look like or whatever, but I am looking for a certain standard um, with their relationship with Jesus. And so I can get like kind of bummed out sometimes being like, that narrows my options down a lot, Mm. you know, because there's so many people that are Christians, but it's like, okay, like our yeah, are these the men that I want to be um, like pursuing me and I want to be mm. pursuing them? It it definitely narrows it down. But honestly, like as the more I think about it, I'm like, okay, it can be discouraging because it's like that that narrows it down. But it's like, but I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who isn't at like a certain level, you know? So mm-hmm. that's where I'm like, I'm not set, like I have said so many times and some people disagree, but I'm like, I would much rather be single 
than be in a relationship with someone that I'm like, yeah, they're okay. Like mm. they're, and that goes for multiple things, not necessarily even just their faith. Like maybe I don't have fun with them or whatever it may yeah. be. But I'm like, I would much rather, like I would be more happy being single than being discontent to an extreme in a relationship with someone that maybe isn't like as far along in their journey with Jesus or whatever it may be. And like people can grow, you know, but I, I want a man that's going to lead me and I'm not going to settle for someone that I can't see doing that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I love that you're saying that because there's so many women in the church. There are a lot of women in the church and they are after God's heart. They're on fire for Christ, but yet they find themselves settling for men who may not be walking with Christ, or maybe they say they're Christians, but there are a lot of aspects of the way they live their lives that are not in alignment with scripture. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like in that, my question is, what is motivating or what is leading women and or men to settle in these relationships? And a lot of times I hear like, it's like the, the, the pickings are slim, yeah. right? Like it's hard. It's harder, right? Like we are a subgroup within a subgroup, right? Mm -hmm. So not everybody's on fire for Christ. So if we're looking for that person, it's like, what are we willing to help someone build in? Right. Like it makes me think of these questions like, yeah, I want this guy to be at a certain level spiritually, but maybe he's not there yet, but he desires to be. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, that desire is really important because there are yeah. people who are where they're at and they're like, I'm good where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just, you know, let's just do our own thing. <laughs> we don't need to be in community or we can have sex. We can do stuff like it's mm -hmm. OK. It's not a big deal. But then there's also, when I think about it, the individual, the man or the woman who's willing to come to church. Maybe they haven't been asked or challenged on it before. Um, they're willing to read the word, but they're just not there yet. And I want to be very specific to you. all I'm not talking about dating a project. I'm not talking about dating a <laughs> counterfeit. Because when you know, you know if that person is not for you and trusting your instincts, listening to that still small voice. But sometimes people enter into our lives. I haven't experienced it yet, but I know others have of where that person may not necessarily be where you'd like for them to be yet, mm -hmm. but there's that desire yeah. to grow. And is there a room for that too? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I can see that. And I agree. I think there's an added aspect for me of, yes, I want them to like, maybe they're not where I want them to be just yet, but they mm -hmm. do have that desire. I think they're for me in the past, just from experience, like I want someone that is able to see the call of God on my life and I'm able mm. to do the same. Oh, that's good. Because I was in a relationship with a guy and like at the beginning it was great. Um, we got along really well. He was a very, I mean, still is, I'm sure a very strong Christian. And that was like, we were all like level on that aspect, but then mm. he just, it was evident through the way that he like talked about our future and stuff. Like he really just wanted me to be a housewife <laughs> mm. and like, basically that's like the moral of the story. And he like just wanted me to stay at home and have a bunch of babies. And like, that is like, I, I want to be a mother. That's like not something mm -hmm. I'm saying no to for sure. But, um, 
that's not my ultimate calling in life. Like Mm -hmm. I know there's people that are like that and that's amazing and God bless them. And I, that's just not, that's not my main goal really. And, um, not what God has like really called me for. Like, I feel like there's, there's, there's more for me in certain aspects. Um, yeah, not to say anything bad about women who are who are stay-at-home moms because that's my sister and she is incredible and so grateful for her. Um, yeah. But we just have different calls. And right. and so because he couldn't see what the Lord like is doing in me, and I honestly had a hard time doing that for him, it was just like a bad oh. relationship. It was it was just like we weren't enhancing one another towards the end we were just like detracting so um yeah I think that for me it's like that yeah that added aspect of being able to see that in one another like that is so necessary being able to encourage the call on your significant other because it's like man if they don't see this for me like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have a really hard time doing this um on my own, if they're like either discouraging it or just ignoring it, you know? So yeah, yeah, that's something that I'm like, I I need that. I know that much. (laughs) (laughs) No, Casey, that's so good. Cause that's such a great marker. Like we're talking about not settling and dating. And as you're talking, I'm thinking of the aspect of self-exploration and and one of the reasons why singleness and singlehood is so vital and so important is that we have that time to self-explore to get Mm -hmm. to know our values and standards but also learn to fight for them also learn to stand firm on them right like as we deepen our faith and we walk with Christ like we gain clarity as to what he has called us to do on the earth like we've been Mm -hmm. set apart for this time for this generation with a purpose like are we seeking him for that like are we going to to the lord and saying hey lord like i really want to know what you've called me to do and i feel like when we have that clarity it makes things a lot easier in dating because if someone's coming at you with stuff that's misaligned or not in alignment with what you know you're called to it's easy to say "Mm, okay not working next bye or at least i'm assuming i hope so yeah. Because you're wanting more for your life. And you said something so key, like, can he see me? <laughs> can he see the calling in my life and like help celebrate that, help grow it, help amplify that? Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Um, men want that too, like a woman who can come alongside mm-hmm. and help amplify and grow that. Like this this aspect of multiplying and adding to, like that's what we want. If yeah. you're in a talk situationship or you're dating someone and you feel stifled that's a marker yeah Yeah, (laughs) right if you feel unseen and you're dating someone that's a marker to not settle or if you're constantly feeling shame and guilt around Mm -hmm. the conversations that you're having the movies or the things that you're listening to and you're feeling like you're not able to guard your heart and mind as much as you did when you weren't talking to this person, like this person is not turning you towards Christ. That's a huge marker. Mm-hmm. That's like, so let's good. not, yeah. Like let's not settle for that. What we want is someone who's going to come alongside and be like, look, we chasing after Jesus. All right. Like we're, yeah. we're, we're surrendered to Jesus together and we're growing in this thing together type of thing. So 
That's so good. And I wish I heard you talking about this when I was dating that guy because I needed someone to tell me that. So I am just like super encouraged and hope whoever's listening to this, if you are in a situation like that, man, like McKeeve is spot on. Like sometimes you just need that. Yeah. Just that uh, eye opening understanding of like, uh, this is not for me. Like when I was dating that guy, I was exhausted all the time (laughs) because we would just have so many hard conversations and I just felt not myself. And my family said that too. Like, you don't seem like yourself. You're not full of joy. And, and it was like, how did I not see that? You know, but you just don't when you're in it. And I remember which is, it's, I mean, it's so good to, it speaks just to this topic of like not settling. I remember thinking like, but if I break up with him, what, like, is there going to be another person? Is there going to be somebody Mm -hmm. else for me? I literally like thought that all the time. Like, what if this is the best there is? That part, Casey. (laughs) And I, just to encourage you, listener, I got out of that relationship and felt so much better as a single person than I ever did in the relationship with the person that wasn't right for me. Wow. (laughs) That is so good. You know, you're not the first person I'm hearing say that this week of like getting out of a relationship in which they knew wasn't for them from the beginning but because of the pressures, because of the, mm-hmm. sometimes this whole aspect of dating in community, sometimes we start dating in community a little too early, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little too soon because we haven't set the foundation yet. We haven't really gotten to know the other person yet before we're getting in other opinions and ideas and mm-hmm. words and perceptions about that. So it's like with the added external pressure and then knowing in your gut, like this person is not fully for me, but there's also the fear like that fear of is there another person for me like is there better Mm -hmm. like god do you have more in romantic relationship for me and i want to encourage y'all yes he does yes and amen he knows what we need more than we do (laughs) you know what i mean like he loves us so well so it's like he's not going to present someone who he believes could be for you because we have free will, right? Like we get to choose in that. And I don't believe in the one in our soulmate type mm-hmm. of thing, but I do believe that there are people that we have grace for mm. that we can choose to do life with. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he has so much more in store. So we want to encourage y'all to be reminded of that. Like if you feel stifled, if you feel like you're not seen by someone you should probably be seen by the most, like mm-hmm. someone who doesn't champion mm-hmm. you, who doesn't encourage you. Um, that that person's just not for you. Yeah. And my encouragement with like, that's so good, McKeeve. My encouragement is if you do feel that way, be wise with who you're talking to about this. Mm. <laughs> yes. Because I talked to some people when I was in the midst of just like this hardship in this relationship I was in that really, really liked the guy. And they encouraged me to like push through it. And then I talked to my mom who didn't really like, she wasn't, she didn't dislike him, um, but she just knew it wasn't for me. But that's why I say be wise because like I talked to my mom and she, because we're so close, she would be like, Casey, like this is like, 
I could tell that she was like, you should get out of this, but I didn't want to listen to her because I was too close to her. Like, and I, you know, like you get like, I don't know what it is that the pride or whatever. Um, but just be wise. Like if I had gone to someone who was just like neutral on both sides, I mean, obviously loves me more than the person would be. Ideal. <laughs> um, I think that would have helped a lot. Um, yeah. And to just hear like, hey, like your best friend, like, hey, you're not acting like you normally do. Like you're not mm. joyful or you're not whatever. Um, it's really like it's hard to hear, but it's so like I'm thankful for my friends who did that and were able to like call that out of me, even though that's mm. scary for them to do. But it really did help me to be like, wow, this is not this does not seem like what I should be investing in. Yeah. Yeah. Got some good friends, Casey. I do. I'm grateful. (laughs) No, like that's awesome. And and we're not saying guys go and break up with your boyfriend or girl. Yeah. That's not what we're saying. But it does call for pause. It does call Mm -hmm. for let me step back and surrender this to God. And sometimes that means, hey, like maybe this relationship should be on pause so that we can kind of figure out which direction we're going in. And everybody's story is different. And we know this, but. I really, really, really do appreciate this conversation because a lot have fallen victim to settling Mm -hmm. and it either leads to divorce, it leads to frustration, it leads to, oh my gosh, did I like literally ruin my life (laughs) type of thing, you know, and who wants to be in that place and space? Yeah. And I just want to, yeah, yeah, I just want to say like, we haven't shared our stories yet, but like... (laughs) Not to say younger people don't have as much wisdom, but me and McKeever, like, like I'm almost 30. You are in your 30s. Like we yeah. we've we've lived a little bit of life and lived a lot of dating. And like we're where we're at because like like I could have been married by now. Like I'm not just mm. saying like people didn't have an interest in me. Like I don't say this with pride, but just to like encourage you, like I would say from where I am now, like I am so grateful that mm. I didn't settle. Mm-hmm. And I, I do you do you feel the same? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. for sure. And I feel like a lot of times people settle because they feel like they've gone too far into it. Like they've mm-hmm. invested way too much time, way too much money to say goodbye. Yeah. But it's like, is it worth a lifetime type of thing? So, yeah. yeah, I agree. We're not just coming from, hey, this is what we've heard and this is what we think is best. Yeah. But it's like living, like actually living this out and having these feelings and these markers come up of, whoa, this doesn't feel good. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I can live <laughs> the rest of my life with this. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, so um, yeah, this was, uh, I'm really glad we got to do this, Casey. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so this was really good, y'all. I, I would love to close us in prayer. Yeah. And um, yeah, Father God, we come before your throne with thanksgiving. We thank you that you're here in our midst, Lord God. And I just, um, if there's any conviction coming up, Lord, we know that you're you're there doing the work. And it's okay. It's okay to sit with that. And if, if this is calling for pause right now in relationships and thought process, Lord, we, we thank you for that because it's always better to take a step back and to reevaluate where we're at. So we welcome you, Lord. I, I just want to pray this over those that are listening over our community right now, that faith would increase. Mm-hmm. 
Help our unbelief, Lord God, wherever there's unbelief. Help our unbelief. Increase our faith. We know that you're God Mm -hmm. who gives us our portion, our portion of faith, Lord. So we receive that right now. And I pray for increased courage, increased courage to make the hard decisions, Lord. For you have better, for you have greater. Like we were talking earlier before recording about mediocrity, Lord God, like that's not what you have in store for us. You have greatness. It says that in your word in Psalms that you will stoop down from heaven to make us great. Mm-hmm. And that's for our relationships as well, Lord, especially for the human relationship that matters the most. Husband and wife relationships, Lord. So we just come against the spirit of settling, Lord because we don't have to. Our seasons of singleness are beautiful and rich, and there's so much to explore and to do. So we pray for continued clarity around what you've called us to, what you've purposed us for, and that we would step into these situationships, whatever it may be, these opportunities to date with clarity around what Mm -hmm. you've called us to. So Mm -hmm. we are in pursuit of alignment in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, thank you guys for checking out the podcast. Make sure to follow us and leave us a review. And also check us out on Instagram at LYB Single Life Podcast. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Next time, y'all.